0: Heroes, my presentation of uh, Microphones of Madness, tonight we are playing a Time to Harvest Call of Cthulhu scenario, or campaign, brought to you by Chaosium, and that being said, we will turn you over to Chaosium. Nick? Um, Yeah, I only work for Chaosium. Um, You are Chaosium, man. You are. (laughs) Okay. As far as I'm uh, concerned,
1: last time,
0: or during our position, the uh, investigators were
1: able to thwart, or were able to successfully thwart a raid on Miskatonic's library and science annex.
2: Um,
3: Yay, go us!
1: They apprehended the, um,
2: the perpetrators.
1: And they sent them to, or they gave them over to the police. Um, since then, they've been able to uh, just go about their lives. Um, they might be a little bit suspicious of of, um, of others on campus, but other than that, uh, they haven't really had to deal with any ordeals. Yay! It's been a few weeks, and yeah, you guys are just. Uh, attending classes and um, being students
3: um, um James says he's gonna be a little bit late okay but he's coming
1: so yeah what, what do you guys normally do as students now at, like the school <laughs>
4: Well, normally school we spent for uh, Theo, uh, you know, go try to try to prove that fat that try to
5: prove that interesting is the of patent law in his favor. I'm I'm probably between work at the library and classes. I'm probably checking in on uh on uh Benny, seeing how he's doing since he's probably in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Yes, he is. He's slowly recovering. Um, He's almost right as rain.
3: I'm probably studying the heck out of that little piece of rock that we got. Okay. Trying to figure out all I can from it.
0: I'm teaching classes and working on my thesis.
1: So, um, at one point, uh, a couple of weeks later, um, you all receive a letter from a uh, Mr. Pasquale, um, asking um, asking to meet at a um, a local restaurant. Um, To uh, discuss uh, recent events, mm. uh, he says that he works for um, uh, he works for a company called <laughs> Federated Oil and Chemical, and uh, he would like to know uh, what each of your involvement in the, the recent uh, events at the school were.
6: Hmm.
4: That's a mighty suspicious letter. Do we know anything about
0: this guy? Um, no. Can we research to see if we know anything about this guy? Can we find anything out about this guy? Um,.
1: No, not really.
0: Hmm.
1: He's not really a public figure.
5: I mean, he knows who we are, because he sent us letters.
1: You know that he works for Federated Oil and Chemical.
0: Whose name we've heard before.
5: Well,
3: he knows where we are,
5: too, if he sent us that stuff, so it might be in our best interest to go see him.
3: They were a competitor of uh, Mr. Chatworth's. My friend Blaine.
6: They and weren't there.
3: they the ones that funded the the field trip?
4: Yes, they were there. A bit off, of, a bit of in that there, with the uh, rock face rock.
6: Take
0: a look at that there.
3: What rock? I don't know about any rock.
4: That's a that's a fine answer there, Missy. That's exactly what you tell anyone who does not have a federal warrant on you on that be, on that back of that there uh, question.
0: Is there a is there a uh, a, uh, a telegram address I can send a, a message back to this guy?
1: Uh, yeah, it's um it's a local hotel in Arkham. Ah, one word why um, okay um, a few hours later you receive a telegram that states um, my benefactor mr. Abelard uh, would like to meet you uh, to discuss mutually beneficial matters I mm. um, please meet t- uh, tonight at 6.30 sharp at um,
0: Arkham Steakhouse.
1: <laughs> Arkham Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> why,
4: why does the steak have a second Ooh, head steak. on it? Ooh, steak. Is that chicken ranch dressing out of its sweat glands? No, but the... Uh,
1: the cow logo, um, you can notice that the udders have, like, kind of longish
5: nipples. <laughs> Everything like, in, in Arkham is just a little bit off. <laughs> <laughs> oh we were in
0: Massachusetts, not Night Vale.
5: <laughs> it's Arkham. Arkham is its own institute at this world. Yeah. <laughs> it contaminates all that be there.
1: Okay, so... What do you guys think?
5: Well, yeah. I try to find the others and see if they got the same letter I got. That's right. i be there, too.
3: Yeah.
4: Okay. Uh, after you guys
1: all wander around campus a little while, you're able to meet up with each other. After, like, slowly accumulating up a group, I guess.
3: Maybe hmm. <laughs> you we should go meet him? Maybe we should maybe hold, really have a choice.
0: Maybe we should hold one of us in reserve.
5: Uh, well, I th- let's just point out that this guy's got all our addresses. So they already know where we are.
4: I think what we should do there is uh, have that uh, big fella there, uh wait, way, way out back. Uh no one of us hold a whistle there and uh, if things get a little hairy, uh, he can just come in there and uh, just start swinging around and uh, we can escape and uh, you know, there uh, we can... Uh, always well, get well, there. Unless,
0: unless he's rented out the entire restaurant and
5: hired his own staff, he's not going to do anything in the restaurant. Not to mention leaving Chad by himself without a handler isn't the best idea.
4: <laughs> that is true. It doesn't strike me as the... Uh, Wow, that's reminded me with a lot of things.
5: <coughs> he he gave Benny a good one for when we were in the library, and I don't know why.
4: Yeah, I think he uh, think he might be a little bit on the uh um. Little little, you got a little too close to the mule one day if you if he got to a drift.
3: Tried to milk the bull.
4: Yeah, quite possibly. I wouldn't doubt
3: it.
0: I will arrive at the restaurant early so that I can um, look at exits and possible retreat routes. I will, uh,
4: yeah, I'll arrive there, I'll arrive there on time. times, and, uh, so, well,
5: not much else can do at this point. I'd probably find at least a couple people that are going for the right time and go with them, because, yeah, I'm paranoid. Okay. Um, <laughs> when you
1: get there early, you can see that there's a back door um, that's accessible from the restaurant itself. There's a back door through the kitchen. And uh, there's a window in both, uh, or in the men's bathroom. So uh, and there's the front door, obviously. So there,
0: what's what where, what's outside of the window? Um, it's like it's a garbage alley.
1: Yeah, it's an alleyway essentially.
4: Alright. Okay. Oh dear. over,
3: When I go, I will bring books and notebooks like I'm just going there to study. I'm going to just look well, all innocent.
5: At a steakhouse?
3: Sure, why not?
4: Uh, I'm gonna make sure one of them, their uh, sick knives, is uh extra close to me. to catch you're here.
3: The pen is mightier than the sword.
5: Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm just hoping the guy fits the bill. <laughs> I really want to stay.
1: Well, the, it was really fine letter, like it was really fine letterhead, and.
5: That doesn't mean he's paying. That's well, all I want to know. <laughs>
1: the the implication is there. Um, so you guys are.
3: teeth like the rich.
6: Um,
1: and the hostess sees each of you and says, "Ah, um, Mr. Pasqual or Mr. Pasquale is uh, waiting for you at the uh, uh, over this way," and she, she directs you. To a booth. Uh, do follow her. Um, see that this is a pretty nice restaurant. Um, one's in tuxedos or, or really fine dresses. Uh, what are all you wearing?
5: I'm dressed nicely. Uh, I mean, I knew we were coming to a steakhouse. Uh,
4: of course, I'd be dressed in my uh, Sunday best there.
0: Yeah, I, I don't have a tuxedo, but I do have.
3: A monkey suit. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, so maybe I won't be bringing my books.
1: <laughs> Blue trench coat, fedora, <laughs> socks. Ask ask. orange socks. Orange socks.
3: Glass mask. <laughs> 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 Not the, the orange. Are you going to flash <laughs> a restaurant?
1: The hostess asks if you would, um, or asks to take your coat, your trench coat, before saving you.
6: Okay.
0: This trench coat was given to me by my Uncle John.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It has special sentimental value.
0: Please take good care of it.
5: Don't Uh, touch that special blood stain right
0: there. this bullet hole?
1: (laughs) So the hostess um, directs you over to a booth where a single man is sitting. Um, from what you can tell, uh, he's, he's a somewhat taller and uh, thinner than average man. Uh, he has sandy blonde hair that's peppered with bits of gray. Uh, he has brown eyes and a sharp, angular face. Uh, he has a really expensive suit on um, and uh, a gold Swiss watch. Um... He sees you all coming towards him, and he uh, stands to greet you all and shake your hands. He shakes, shakes each of your hands, he says, uh, Hi, uh, my name is Leon Pasquale, it's very nice to meet you.
0: Uh, yes, don't you know that they, uh, the Swiss make good timepieces, but really if you want precision, you need to go with German craftsmanship.
1: <laughs> um, Benny's not going to shake his hand.
4: Okay.
1: Well, I... Uh, I don't want
4: handed things. Well, hello there, Mr. Esquad. I am uh, Theodore Lafollette Milton. No relation.
1: It's very nice to meet all of you.
3: Okay, so when I shake his hand, <coughs> I'm wearing gloves that, like, go all the way up the arm.
6: Uh-huh.
3: Say, Pleasure. Pleasure.
6: Very
5: nice. To I'm paranoid. You. I, I thought I was paranoid, but apparently everybody else is more paranoid than me because I just shake his hand. <laughs> <laughs> how did I? How did I
3: hear? I oh, no, this is just part of my. I, I don't entire. make a formal name
5: announcement because yeah, he apparently already knows that.
1: <laughs> Please, I'm um, not
5: gonna give him anything else that he doesn't need to know.
1: I've ordered a nice. Um, I've ordered a nice bottle of wine for the table.
6: Um, how
5: did you get
0: wine? Uh, say that again.
3: Maybe
1: you get the vines. Oh.
3: Prohibition, right?
1: Point. This is one of those... Uh,
3: this, is, this is one of those connections. Uh, so use
5: connections. <coughs> <coughs>
6: Alright.
1: This is College? one of those where you could just slip uh, one of those restaurants where you could uh, pay a little bit extra. And
4: yeah.
1: Everybody turns their cheek. Um. So yeah, he uh he says that um, go ahead and order anything that you want. The um, uh, Federated Oil and Chemical will be paying for uh for the dinner. So go
5: ahead. I ordered the most expensive thing on the menu. All
1: right, that's.
6: The
4: Rib- ribeye steak, rare, with uh, potatoes au like gratin and in au poivre.
1: Okay. So everyone gets whatever most extravagant thing they can currently think of.
3: Or oh, something. Mignon, my good man. Medium rare. Okay. And if it's not correct, I will send it back.
1: Yeah, I'll are, for, um, So yes, uh, the the um, the waiter takes everybody's order, and um, once the uh, the waiter is out of earshot, uh, Mr. Pasquale starts um, discussing matters with you all. Um, he states that he, he works for he works directly for uh, Michael Abelard, the uh, CEO of Federated Oil and Chemical. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody, roll and no roll. to See if that name rings a bell. Zero eight. Ah, knew the heck out of that, problem.
6: Yeah, thirty-five. I don't know shit.
1: Okay, those that uh, may know that um, that uh, Michael Avalar is one of the richest men in America, but he is a reclusive uh, man of, of which little is of which little is known. Um. Pasquale informs, uh, informs you all that uh, you that mr. Abelard wishes to meet with you uh, to discuss mutually beneficial matters. He said in his telegram. Uh, mm. He states sure. that um, they'll be willing to pay for or cover airfare, lodging uh, expenses uh, and even pay you hundred dollars each for your time.
3: Oh my goodness. Really?
0: Ella chokes on her wine. <laughs> I asked him if he'll be covering our uh, brain in a jar expenses as well.
1: Um, at that point, uh, his eyes like widen a little bit, and he says, Shh, we aren't supposed to discuss these things in public, please. Oh. So what's the catch?
0: Brain in a jar. I say it in German.
1: No, um, You will be. We will have to go. We we will be going to Boston Harbor after this meeting. Um, harbor. It's pronounced harbor. <laughs> We're gonna park the car. We're gonna get in a car. We're gonna go park it in the Hobbit Yard to the Boston <laughs> Harbor. Right, no. gonna...
5: The heart of a man, uh, The soul of a man's heart, is stony.
1: After, after this meal, we're going to get into a car. We're going to go to um, the Boston Harbor and get on a plane.
5: We're going to put it in a lockbox.
1: <laughs> um, we're going to go to uh, Federated Oil and Chemical Headquarters in Detroit, Michigan.
0: Billable hours. Ah. Lost. And uh, what if we don't want to go on this journey?
1: Well... Um, I can't really take no for an answer. I'm sorry.
6: Oh, How dear. about
0: nine? Uh, That is also unacceptable. Well, unacceptable is one thing, but what do you have over us to make Once, us go?
1: I didn't want to resort to this, but if I have to. Um, he pulls out an envelope. And um, rifles through some of the papers, and he pulls out one. Um, and it's, a, it's a letter that's signed by the Dean of Students stating that Rolf Hilter has been uh, expelled from Miskatonic University.
6: He says, Ooh, "I, I
1: this, this can be processed and go through, or I can... Uh, or the Dean's decision can be reversed. Mm.
3: And I suppose each of us has a letter like that?
1: Um, yes. I, oh. I, I didn't want to have to resort to this, but... <laughs> uh,
4: so you were saying $200 for our
5: time, you were saying?
1: $100. Right,
5: so, so being expelled is the worst thing that's going to happen to us if we don't go.
4: Uh, let's see, do I have bargain on here? Or, or... To begin with, yes. Oh,
5: oh there's
4: to begin with, I was like, or to begin with. Can I use charm in place of bargain? Because I'm trying to knock this guy up to the price. <clears throat> uh,
1: ahead. no you cannot. You should roll, you can roll a law roll.
4: I'll roll a law roll. I pale law roll that one. <laughs>
1: You know, or you, you realize that Mr. Pasquale is a very sharp lawyer, and odds are you're not going to be able to. <laughs> <have him. laughs>
4: what? I can judge by what? your cufflinks you that you were
0: educated at Harvard. He
1: says, he says uh, you, young man, I see that you're very, seems like you're kind of anxious. Um, you're a law student here, aren't you?
4: Ah, uh, that I am indeed, that I am indeed there.
1: I'm good friends with Schmidt and Schmidt downtown. I could probably get you a paying, in for, paying in for internship with them.
6: Mm.
0: I thought Dumb. he would want to work with Dewey, Cheatham, and Al. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: uh, 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 well, oh, Mr. Basquale, I think we have ourselves the a deal there. Yep, 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 that, that's a fine deal we have there. Or any other,
1: any other firm in town I'm
4: friends yeah. with. <laughs> I like the way you I like the way you argue, it. I like the way you argue, it, sir. You are a fine litigator.
6: <laughs>
1: so, what say the rest of you? Free trip to Detroit. Um, oh, because that's expelled. And a hundred
4: dollars in your pocket. Uh,
3: I say cheers. It's, 19, ah. it's
4: 1929. Detroit is a boom town.
5: Wonderful. Ah, we'll on our glass and just ask for more wine. It's like, we don't have a choice. Just talk me off. Uh,
1: the food arrives. <laughs> all fantastic. Yeah.
4: I just, I just heard Ella go, we have a choice here. We could milk the thralls worth.
2: Ella Benny, I've never been to Detroit.
5: I haven't either. It's a,
4: it's a nice place. It's got cars. It's got the cars.
5: I
1: predict in a few decades it'll be bankrupt.
4: Oh, that's
5: are always a uh, They're, they're, they're American-built cars. Built by Americans. Solid. Genuine. Next you'll say the crime rate's going to go through the roof. Probably. Okay.
1: So, you guys eat... Uh, you're ushered into a set of cars, and you're driven to the Boston Harbor. Harbor. The Harbor.
3: Harbor.
0: Harbor. Park the car,
1: and then you get to the Harbor. <laughs> Gravy train. Once you get to the Harbor, you see a seaplane on the Harbor. All right, so there's a seaplane there. Um, you're ushered into it. Wouldn't it be a harbor plane?
4: No, it would
0: that
3: be a arbor yeah.
4: yeah, plane. plane. It's in the <laughs> arbor. The arbor plane. It's in the arbor near arbor. All right,
1: so you guys um, you guys take off.
2: You take off.
0: <laughs> the flight takes a couple of
1: hours.
2: But <laughs> you just got Canadian. <laughs> 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 I'm five.
0: <laughs> <what I'm> say. <laughs> We're going to let Chad fly the
2: plane. I don't think that's a good idea, Penny.
6: And there's
1: the end of
6: <laughs> A Time Thanks for listening,
2: As everyone goes down over Cleveland. The last
4: words are and $100 per diem. Per diem? He only said $100, period.
1: He's been trying to renegotiate the whole ride, the whole car ride to the harbor place
2: He's like trying it. to re-figure it out in his head, like, yeah, oh, dude, could he I have set that in. in a
6: jar?
5: I <laughs> hope oh, not, because if he's actually saying that out loud and Chad's in the car, I'm going to figure out a way to get Chad to punch it. <laughs> okay. <Again>. Well,
6: <laughs> we're, we're, we're wrong. He
5: has we're a
1: soft that. jaw, trust me. Okay, soon... Uh, or after a few hours you just you descend and land upon a large body of water. and on exiting the craft, it's full of lead. You
6: notice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you find that you are on a large but obviously private dock. Looking across to the nearby shore, you can see an industrial complex consisting of three massive factory plants. There's smokestacks pouring smoke and soot into the air and the lead into the water. I'm just kidding. Um, Roll spot
0: hidden. Wow, man. Freaking Swanny Swans in the Barbaloots are going to have to
5: a- I did not make that. No. <laughs> what is my
2: spot I see nothing with an 88. I missed.
5: Okay. Did anyone I'm just seething at
2: his insistent
5: complaining about the paper there. Did anyone make it? <laughs> I did. No.
1: Yes. Whoever made it sees... Um, you know, or Wesley, you notice a sign over the rear gate of the complex that says
0: Federated Oil and Chemical. Ah. Omni Consumer Products.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, um, we are in the, pres- the presence of a very wealthy client.
1: Between the dock and the factory is a silver Rolls Royce. Ooh, wee. Yes. As you approach, a giant of a man with flaming red hair and beard gets out from behind the driver's seat. To God, it's
5: Braveheart.
1: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he has a chauffeur's vest and jacket, but from the waist down wears a traditional Scottish Highland kilt.
2: Ah. I was right, it is Braveheart.
1: <laughs> he strides out to meet the approaching group, smiles.
6: Freedom! <laughs>
1: smiles and politely tells you, I, I'm, I'm, I've got to pat you all down. <laughs>
4: You've got to potus us dirty. Eh?
1: I apologize I, for that horrid accent.
5: Uh, Chad, Chad turns to know. dinner and,
2: and this goodness. Really? Uh, Chad turns to Ella and goes, I don't know what he said. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to feel your junk Chad,
0: the Oops. man in the dress wants to touch you
2: Alright,
1: does anybody happen to have any weapons on them?
2: No, but Chad's not going to no. feel too comfortable about this I think he might be uh, trying to stop him from doing so
3: Okay. I got my fountain pen but that's it
2: If
1: anyone feels like
2: they need to stop him from
1: frisking them Go ahead
2: Chad does so.
6: Okay.
2: Um, what kind of roll should I do to try and stop him? It's like, hey, wait, don't wait, touch while me. He's doing,
0: I have a question. I have a question. While he's doing that, has he patted anybody else down?
1: Well, let's say he's patted Theo down.
0: Yep. Theo. So while he's distracting um, Kilt Boy, I slip Theo the luger and say, just hold on to this until so after I get patted down. Mm. Okay, roll stealth. Once again, flaw in my plan. (laughs) (laughs) The flaw in your plan still do not have. Oh, 29. I totally bailed on that. Okay, yeah, my bad. It was sleight of hand, but that's still... I still bailed on that. I should have advantage because he's distracted.
1: Hold on one second. Yeah, go ahead and roll a bonus...
0: It needs to be a zero.
1: <laughs> and it's not. Let's <laughs> we'll see if he notices
6: he doesn't.
2: Okay. Wow. Father. No one sees it.
6: Woo! Slot the Luger passed.
2: Well there we is gonna get interesting.
0: I don't want to back.
1: Okay, so James, I guess you're like swatting his hands away or something.
2: Yeah, like it's it's completely foreign to Chad. Like this is not something that you do in football practice. So he's saying like, I
3: need an adult. Um, oh, a little
1: bit. Listen, big boy. That's just standard operating
2: procedure. You're, you're using words of words.
5: Chad, wait! You're using too big words. He's seeing if you have any bad things on you.
6: Are you carrying any weapons?
5: No, besides <laughs> what's in your pants.
1: <laughs> Listen, I won't touch you anywhere inappropriate.
2: What? But everything's
1: is inappropriate in Scotland.
6: <laughs>
2: I don't
5: understand anything
2: he says. Please, just tell him not to touch me.
5: He has to. Just let him. He won't hurt you.
2: We'll be over in a few seconds. Chad puts his hands up in the air like like a, like a cactus kind of thing. Okay. And holds his breath and closes his cactar! eyes.
5: Cactar! Do the cactar! <laughs>
2: he, does it like,
1: he does it in like two seconds. He does it really quick with just like the the quick TSA pat down. Actually, that's not quick. Um, yeah, that is all. Vaseline. A quick slide over. All right, all right, you're good. All right, everybody, get in the car. Now turn your head and
2: cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've done that with a doctor. Is he a doctor? Sure, yes. he's a doctor. You should have told yes, me. So that'll work. Got I'm to- embarrassed. He's, he's also a limousine driver. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> <laughs> Times are tough. Sorry to hear that.
6: Okay.
1: How many of there you are that is? One, two, three, four, five, six, okay. There
6: are fifteen oh. of us. Yes. 23!
1: <laughs> uh, the show uh, chauff- uh the chauffeur explains, uh Only about four of you are going to be able to fit in the car,
2: so two of you are going to have to stand outside. Chad's used to this, but again, what the hell did he say?
1: You're too big to be in the car.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're too big to be in the car, you fucking gamer brain. (laughs)
4: It's
6: like, He's uh,
4: it's like <laughs> August tried to think, and then got lost along the way.
2: The fucking cocksplot.
1: Would <laughs> any of the men like to volunteer themselves to stand outside the car? I believe the women should be inside first.
0: I'll stand outside
2: the
4: car. I'll stand outside the car, Fucking bondages are killing me already. Right. Like damn
2: Chad is used to that, considering he's how big he is. So he happily volunteers.
1: So he, uh, the the chauffeur keeps the he opens the rear passenger door and holds it open as Ella and Astrid get in first, and then followed by Rolf and who's also standing outside. Sorry, out of stand know. outside. Rolf and uh, Theo.
4: Yeah. Inside,
1: the large car sit two people. First person you people see, or you all see, is a very attractive young lady with short blonde hair and a neat bob, blue eyes, and a stunning figure in ex- in an expensive business dress. On the seat across. On oh, a the-
5: one to one hundred, how attractive is she? <laughs> um, is She it's at least 99. an eighty-five.
2: Is she Where, as pretty? Is she as pretty as Chad is strong? Uh, if one was to base their scale p- between three and eighteen. Yes. They
5: <laughs> yeah, had
0: the best dance that I've ever seen. She's very attractive. Yeah, yes. Thanks. I went all the
5: way I just wanna know if I have competition.
4: you want to make sure his tie is extra straight. Uh zero to one
1: hundred, it's uh, you can say she's an eighty five.
5: Damn, she barely edges me out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it's a, it's okay, Ella. You're, you're 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 the best looking one for
2: <laughs> you didn't try and put
5: effort into that.
1: Okay, so Ella Ella feels a little bit of jealousy as she sees this woman.
5: It's all for a split second. She really doesn't care. I was just meet me
6: being a dick. I just
1: want to see- hear you say it. <laughs> On the seat across from her sits an imposing man who can be none other than Michael Avalard. He's an obese man with thinning gray hair and hazel eyes.
0: On a scale of 1 to 100, how obese is he? <laughs>
5: He's got an 85 I started size. something.
0: Well, now we know why only four of us can get in the car.
4: Yeah. right. <laughs> Chad is on the
0: other side.
4: On
5: <laughs> the scale? It balances out.
4: On the scale? How rich is he? Okay.
5: The um, <laughs> young lady isn't connected to him with a chain. Is
6: she? No, no. <laughs>
5: There isn't some sort of small creature with them, right? <laughs> no. uh,
0: uh, There's not a thing with, like, uh, extended proboscis mouth singing, is there? No. Uh,
4: the first thing Theo does is, they go, uh, Mr. Avalad, I am uh, Theodore Lapolette Middleton, no relation. Pleasure to meet you there. Uh,
1: Michael Avalad. He says, who oh,
4: are
1: Michael? Michael Abelard. <laughs>
4: That's a fire. That's a pie. I'll got there, sir.
1: He's, he says as he eats a giant frog. Yeah. Yes. He grabs it out of the jar of pickles. Pickle's truck. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: Your favorite piece of art, what? Uh,
1: Actually, clamped between his teeth is a fat Cuban cigar. Uh, the smoke is kind of like a cloud. <laughs> it's ever.
5: not Jabba the Hood. It's fucking Don't Kingman. <laughs> Client. This is an honored client.
4: Will... Does he have a walking stick with a big diamond on the, on the top? No. Is but he, as, you, as you as you go to shake your hand, he goes,
1: "Yes, theo, it's, a, it's Mr. Avalon. It's very nice to
4: meet you." Ah, oh, Mr. Avalon, it's a fire. it's a pleasure to meet you there. And
1: then he goes to sh- as he goes to shake each of your hands, and he he greets each of you by name. He knows who each of you are. Yeah. No, no, thanks. I, I... Head chicken on the way over. Ah, yes. The dark one.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the one that broods in the corners at night, yes.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot how that machine worked.
2: I'm not brooding.
1: Maybe we can get you a nice new coat at the end of this. Everyone yeah. looks a little, <laughs> little bit ratty. Uh,
4: that would be, that would, that would be a pleasure. Man, would you hard.
3: know,
5: you hit a new load when they insult
3: your clothing. <laughs> I pull my first stole a little bit tighter around me. as a client.
6: oh yes,
1: um, young lady, you you may sit here. Um, you, you may sit here. Um. You two gentlemen, you may sit in the...
0: He, he pats his knee when he says that. Well, <laughs> like,
6: you're not even in the car.
0: Came this close yeah. to saying that, Rodney. This it, yeah, it. all of the
5: Ashton goes by all means. Alright.
1: I am uh, the president and founder of Federated Oil and Chemical. Um, uh, the man that you met outside is Mr. Murdoch, and... Um, this is my uh, yes, assistant, uh, Selina Preston. Yes, mm,
5: assistant
0: Nelson
1: and Murdoch. Selena Preston.
4: Yep. Oh. And, tootsies, you know, get just to uh, Miss Mur- uh, Mur- uh, Murdoch Preston.
1: Preston. Oh yes. Um, let's get down to business. Um. Several years ago, I was on a mountain climbing trip with my with my. I'm staff. sorry,
0: but how were you on a mountain climbing
1: trip?
5: Miss <laughs> Preston
1: was probably was before. Climbing I wasn't was I, before time. I wasn't the man you see before you now. I
5: ate uh, and it's
1: <laughs> my, my my weight gain has 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 occurred over the last couple of years, um, uh, due to my inactivity um, I cannot use my
4: legs anymore
2: and buttered biscuits <laughs> uh,
4: you, you're poor, very well, I'm
2: sure it's
4: I'm sure it's science and American know-how will be able to fix that problem one day
1: but yes as I was saying um, well so, so
0: your head in a jar friends couldn't put your legs back on
1: no they aren't my friends no they 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 killed my son and and they took my legs from me uh, they, uh, and he like starts like fidgeting a little bit and he like his his assistant says here sir drink drink some water he goes, yeah yeah
6: yeah
1: <coughs> yeah he, he like drinks some water and some of it like trickles down like the side of his mouth onto his
5: shirt i try to avert my eyes more for my comfort than his.
0: <laughs> oh, Excuse me. Yes, I um... I stare at him piercingly. Ooh. Um. Germanly
1: piercingly. The, uh, the aliens that you just mentioned, the uh, the Migo, were behind this tragedy. And I've been on a quest ever since to, um, hunt these aliens down and make them pay. Um. The real reason why um, why my company has been funding the field trips to Vermont was to um, was to look for signs of these aliens. Um, I know about the recent raid on the um, on the library and uh, the science annex at a uh, Miskatonic University. I believe that the Migo were behind that.
6: Um,
1: what exactly happened that night? If you don't mind me asking. This. Benny
0: undoes his shirt and rips down the bandages to reveal a question mark shaped scar. Ah, yes. Benny has joined the blue oyster cult.
6: Not an upside down question <laughs> Well,
4: that's one heck of a shiner you got there. It lo- it's, it's
0: actually an S. <laughs> For
6: fraud, mm. okay. And was, he lies
0: awake at night, sweating, going
6: more cowbell. Cowbell.
5: <laughs> hmm. Look, um, uh, oh, Mister yeah. It's no offense, but how do we know we can trust you?
1: Um, I have nothing to hide. Um, I, I, I've lost my son, and I've lost every will to live besides getting revenge on these
0: creatures. I'm sure Theo will be the son you never, like the son you never had.
3: <laughs> what was your son? What was your son's name?
1: His name was Randall.
3: I'm sorry for your loss.
6: Uh,
4: sad, tragic day, sir. Great, great man, passed this earth.
6: But please, what
4: um, what exactly happened
1: uh that night several weeks ago?
5: They broke in the library and they were looking for some books. They almost killed
0: Benny. I told you.
1: Benny. Do you, do you happen to know which books they were trying to get from the library?
5: Ella just kind of looks away.
1: <laughs> and what, what of, of the science annex? He I mean, looks towards, um, look towards Rolf.
0: Uh, it looks like they were trying to pick Professor Harold's brain.
1: Uh, the other professor. Yes, indeed. I'm familiar with. Um,
0: he was your man, right?
1: Yes, uh, he was. We have. Uh, we uh, had some business dealings, I guess you could say.
0: So why <coughs> didn't you warn him about these Migos?
1: I'm a very secretive man, and I try to keep those secrets um, to myself unless I know that there are some people that have witnessed or um, undergone the same type of tragedy that I have myself.
4: Is it, this uh, br- brain extraction, how they uh, make people something different? Why do, Why people start acting weird and not recognizing you know, when you actually do important things? Um,
1: I believe so. Oh
0: God. It just alert. seems to me that if you had been up front with your agents in the first place, none of this would have happened.
1: Who's to know? Who's to say? It's too late now. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, listen, I have a proposal for each of you. Um, I want you to join a, a group of scientists and security personnel that I'm sending to Vermont to study the MIGO presence there. Uh, I, would like you, uh, I would like you all along the trip, as you know the area and the people, and, um, and you have something that none of my men have, um, direct experience of, of the MIGO and their human agents. Uh, there will be little, very little, however, there will be very little danger in this outing, as 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 the teams will be well armed and equipped. Um, and there will be the one that will be accompanying you, and uh, there will be one nearby of uh, of, of uh, ex-soldiers. Uh, the second team will be uh, the second team of, of ex-soldiers will be in constant contact with you via radio and they can arrive at your location in minutes if, if that was necessary. I know that some of you may have suffered some loss as well, and I am hoping that you will uh, join me in this
4: endeavor. Yeah. Well, that's a fine offer there.
6: Mm. Mm.
0: Uh, are, are we getting kicked out of school if we don't do this? Um. Am I going to report it back to Germany?
1: It's a little too blunt for, for my taste, but, uh. Yes, that that, that would be arranged.
4: Okay. Can, can I use Charm and try and uh, bid up the uh, contract here? Sure. Yes. Uh, let's give let's that a try. Right. Let's see what happens. And I just make my Charm. 31. Yep.
1: we will uh, play it
4: play it right, right you see right, you see there sir there are some uh you know this is uh, i want I want to help you there but uh there are some harsh so door and there's that condition there and uh, you know client expenses the bill hours whatnot Uh you know, you know i'm thinking uh a hundred per day might be a better rate there than uh, this, uh there you know, yeah, no, yeah no, that's not for them. We does I mean, we 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 are the ones taking the upfront risk here. I mean, you, are, I mean, and as you sit here behind the behind the lines of battle, so to speak.
1: One hundred dollars a day is pretty steep, young man. I don't know who taught you how to negotiate, but. Uh. Yeah, we could have another check for an, an extra $100 given to each of you. Not a $100 a day, though.
5: We'll take it. Hey! Right. That's my idea. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Anybody
5: ever tell you talk too
4: much,
6: Theo? Never. That's how,
5: that, that Consider that's yourself weird. told. You talk too much, Theo.
4: I All mean, right, they they ever told that Clarence Darrow, and look how far he got. You well, got low Um,
1: <laughs> it was agreed then. Uh, we will go to, we will go downtown to my home. Um, where you will stay. Um, uh, at the and at this point, another car arrives to get the, to get whoever is standing outside. Well, is it that perfect timing?
0: Um, Herr Bellard, how long have you been researching this ego? It's been several years. Do you have accumulated um, knowledge written down that we can look at?
1: All in good time, sir. All in good time.
5: Can I roll psych to see if he's been bullshitting us this whole time? Yeah.
0: Oh,
4: easy to the up and up.
5: Yeah, 39 out of 50. I made that. He is on the up
4: and up.
1: Everything has been a complete truth this whole time.
5: Standard procedure to make sure, and I appreciate that $200 for making.
1: <laughs> yep. That's cool. Okay, so you guys are driven from the outskirts into downtown Detroit where you are taken to a a six-story high-rise building. Um, uh, The cars pull around to the back of this building to a small, guarded, and private underground garage. From, From there, you all take the only elevator capable of reaching the millionaire's private domain. you're each shown to your rooms on the, uh, on the on the sixth floor. And um, once you go inside, you each find a brand new wardrobe of expensive clothes waiting for you.. Mm. Uh, Next to each bed is a nightstand with a um, little, like, a little bell with a tag on it that says ring me for service. Um, There's a note on the nightstand as well. It says, um, greetings, Um, there are some stipulations for your stay. You are not to place telephone calls, post letters, or leave the building without Mr. Avalard's permission. And uh, even then you will need an armed escort. Uh, this slight inconvenience is necessary because in the past Mr. Avalard suspects that he has been under that there has been surveillance by agents of the enemy in the building. Um it pretty much becomes apparent to you that that you're basically in a prison, albeit a albeit a, a gilded one.
0: I get my Luger back from P.M. Uh, yeah, sure,
4: sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure.
0: Clients always right. And this. Look at that.
4: Look at that material. We play card cards right. We could, be, we could, we could be in a great train for life. Goodbye, patent law. Hello, corporate law. Okay, so once you arrive there, it's, it's pretty late,
1: and you're all kind of exhausted. Um, um, you can try to wander around the halls and stuff, but uh, the best idea right now is just to rest.
3: That's what I do. I
0: sleep now. I'll plop down in a chair with the latest E.L. Shelley novel.
3: I take a look out my window and see how far a climb it would be to get out of there. Spider so like, bear, how, like how far spider down would that bear. be? Six floors. I've got, I've got climb. Six floors. I'm a rock climber.
1: You want to climb out the window?
3: I just want to see what it would, how like how far it would be. Like, is this feasible?
1: Oh, uh, if it need be,
3: if the need should arise.
1: You're 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 actually on the fifth floor. I'm sorry, not the sixth floor. Um, but yeah, it's it's it would be a really really difficult climb down. Um, there aren't really many, like there aren't any footholds or handholds. Um. You ever tr- have you ever tried to climb up a brick wall face or like put your fingers like in the grooves
3: it's has, really... has Astro doing or have I personally no like I'm just, I'm just trying try to get
1: try you I? to get like the feeling but yeah it's that's that's kind of what it is okay it's it's a brick it's a brick uh, wall face it's gonna be hard
3: okay I'm just checking it out just in case.
5: And you guys are five stories up. I carefully check my room for bugs and and peepholes.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, no, there aren't any peepholes. There aren't any microphones or bugs or anything like that that you can tell. Like, no wires, nothing like that. No hidden poles, no... It's,
5: it's honestly just her nature to do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no problem. Um, <laughs> does anyone else want to do anything?
0: Nope. VOS sound is the radio.
1: You want to listen to the radio? I want
0: to listen to the radio.
1: Okay. You can do that. Um at this point, um you guys can all do or can all um improve upon your skills. So if you have like a check uh, or check next to a skill, then go ahead and uh, take the time to did you
4: improve upon it? Nope. That's what we got here. Uh gotta fail my Yep, I fail my charm check. Now time to add some money to that.
3: Is that a water dollar bills in your pocket or are you just happy to see me?
0: Indeed. Um, Is it the same rules that it was before?
1: Yeah, you got to roll above your skill, and then it's, I believe, 1d10. All right. Miss. Okay, so while you guys are doing that, though... You guys all rest the next day. Um, you're treated to an extravagant breakfast uh, made by the made by Mr. Appleard's private chef, and um, a meeting is called. Noontime in the fifth floor conference room. Yes. Which we'll just go to immediately because you're kind of stuck in this place, anyways. Yeah, right. Okay, so uh, you guys go to the conference room. And Mr. Abelard introduces you to four people from uh, Federated Oil Oil and Chemical who are to accompany you to Cobb's Corners as part of the first team. Um, The first person that you're introduced to is Larry Neckler. Uh, He is the expert mechanic, electrician, and the man responsible for maintaining the field radio the group can use to call for help in in an emergency. Um, next is David Drake <coughs> history and folklore uh, he is also a psychologist and a man well versed in the occult uh, next is Sarah Mathis- Matherson. she is a medical doctor a forensic pathologist and one of Abelard's experts on the MECO and last is Sam Morrison uh, he's a battle scarred veteran of the great war who will be in charge of security i.e. capturing and or killing any of the aliens.
5: Who are the first and last guys again?
1: Uh, The first person is Larry Neckler. He is the mechanic, uh, electrician, and the man responsible for maintaining the radio (laughs) the group can use to call for help in an emergency. And the last person is Sam Morrison battle-scarred veteran of the Great War who was in charge of security.
0: I know a guy named Sam Morrison. What were the other two's first names, Drake and Matherson? David Drake,
1: um, Sarah Matherson. Okay.
0: Well, aren't we just a regular suicide squad?
4: Hi, <laughs> right, everybody. Yeah, they're ready. Yes,
6: we
4: we are on the we are on the cut of so a thing here. Our great our our, our great support staff here MetaFactor is sure to get us into uh, get us into the nice revenge and we'll benefits afterwards.
6: Benefits.
4: Yeah, two hundred bucks won't get you anywhere. Okay, as expenses covered.
1: Mr. Abelard starts the meeting. He says, <clears throat> um, "Yes, um, please, please. Um, if any of you have any any type of input, or um, or or, or, just, or any anything that you need to uh, suggest, or that you feel like needs to happen uh, in this plan? Just um, please speak up. Uh, this is a roundtable discussion, and." Um, it should be open to any type of idea, whatsoever. We're dealing with something that's a little unknown to all of us, and um, we should keep any idea in mind. That being said, um, let's go, or let's let's go through the uh, the plan. Um, the ten of you are to return to. Um, the same farmhouse that was used on the uh, on the last Vermont trip.
0: Uh, once you are going to renovate it first.
1: Um, is there are there any renovations that need to be made?
0: The whole place needs to be raised and rebuilt. Why would you say this? I'm sorry.
1: Why would you suggest this? Is there is there something that happened last time that we're not aware of?
5: Missing people seems to be something important.
3: Yes, people seem to keep going missing there. Yes.
6: Yeah.
3: My friend for well, example, John they Jeffrey. Went,
0: they went missing because the people some of the people on our trip were obviously agents of the Migo. That had nothing to do with the farmhouse. I was just merely pointing out the place is a piece of shit.
5: I've never been, Shites so I don't uh, know what
4: to talk about. Let's see. Well, we know that they... We know well, that they, not can, wrong. We know they can fly. I don't
5: know what you guys told
4: me. They can fly. Therefore, we need you to be prepared to take out aerial targets.
1: We, we will have that taken care of. We will... We that uh, Sam Morrison says that. He says, I, I have everything taken care of, and we have. I have my boys nearby if we need them.
0: All right, so what actually is the purpose of this mission?
1: Um, you're essentially...
0: Well, are, we, are we gathering information? Or are we trying to weed out a nest of these things?
1: You're gathering information. Um, the, plans, the plans for this outing are pretty simple and straightforward. Um, once you're in Cops Corners, um, you will resume interviewing locals for tales and folklore concerning the strange creatures from the hills. Uh, you follow up any leads as long as it. Seems safe to do so. In addition, Sam is going to lead a short excursion into the hills looking for signs of the aliens. Uh, Larry will stay at the farmhouse to maintain a regular schedule of making radio contact with the second uh, FOC team. Uh, these transmissions should take place once in the morning, late afternoon,
0: and evening. Hold on. Can I save us all a bunch of time?
6: Yeah.
0: I. Can I have that book that we found in Blaine's apartment that his girlfriend, the diary? Do you have it? Can I roll luck or something? Uh, yeah. 06. I have it. Okay. Here. Here are all the stories you need about the strange motherfuckers from the hills. So we don't have to go back and talk to those evil, rude, worthless, rambling people.
5: <laughs> Sounds like you guys had a blast when you came up here. <laughs> I, I, I need a
4: drink. I, I, I need a uh... I need to drink right now because that, that is the best thing. That is the best comment I've heard all
0: night. And <laughs> <laughs> I come from that. Um,
1: Avalar takes the book, flips through it, and says, okay, yes. Um, yes. yes. He says, I guess this is <laughs> a hunting party. Um.
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just didn't want to go through that again. <laughs> um, you and me both. <laughs> I don't think anybody wanted to go through that again.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Still on my questionnaire. So yeah,
6: during,
1: <laughs> during the nights, everyone will
0: group at the farmhouse
1: to compare findings and review any evidence-bound uh, for the protection of the group, Morrison will spend most of the first day setting up alarms and traps around the farmhouse. In addition, one member of the team should always remain awake and on watch. Morrison and Neckler perform this duty, but ask for at least two of the investigators to share the responsibility.
4: Right.
1: I
5: don't mind helping. Uh, I, think, a I think our
1: big boy should take care of a of watch.
4: I don't know how responsive these things are to light, but we might want to have searchlights just in case. Powerful searchlights.
1: Well, um, we'll be we'll be well. Uh, we'll have bedding, uh, canned food, bottled water, medical supplies, kerosene lanterns, electric torches, um, three flare guns, uh, three pairs of binoculars, uh, a toolbox, extensive uh, chemistry and biology lab, two shortwave radios a nine-foot-tall radio antenna, a generator, four 50-gallon drums of gasoline, Ford truck, and a Ford Model A. Uh, we're also going to have a case of six British Lee Enfield MK3 303s with 600 rounds, four Colt Model 1917, 45 revolvers, two Thompson 1921 machine guns with 800 rounds, and a case of 24 hand grenades.
3: Oh, it's just getting progressively out? wider and wider as this goes on.
1: Does anybody else feel like they need anything besides what's already I'll
3: been Let's take stated? one of those cults.
4: I'll, t- I'll take a Lee Enfield.
1: But yeah, if anybody feels like they need anything else that I haven't stated, now's the time to... Put it on the
0: list. Now's the time to haggle over equipment. Let's see. Now's the time to haggle over equipment.
5: Uh, Question Did we have time to get like, any belongings before they brought us out here?
1: Not really, but those can be arranged. Well, I'd like
5: to try to get that electrical thing that we recovered. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, I'd like to get my potato gun.
5: It might be useful against those things to have those. Let's see.
4: We should definitely... let see. Interesting question, though. See. Is well, a fully prepared biological laboratory, huh?
6: You're a
0: lawyer. Just stay the fuck away from it.
4: (laughs) I'm going to say, we might need to crack open someone's skull at some point.
0: Okay, that's what what Sarah Matherson is for. Skull cracking. (laughs) You are for negotiating contracts and protecting land rights. You have no other duties besides... Negotiating contracts and protecting land rights.
4: <laughs> Sometimes you have to negotiate with, you with Tomahawk. Now, do you ever, do, do ever watched a deal of the interview? land rights. Right. We have to protect our land rights with a tomahawk or some skulls.
1: Alright. Um, <laughs> do you know how hard it is to split a skull with a tomahawk?
4: No. Do you know I how do. hard. Do you know how hard it is to negotiate the release of Leopold and Loeb when you have them dead to rights? I Probably as what hard as it is listen to you talk about law. All right.
6: yeah, you didn't
0: do so. that, did you? I could have done it. No, because you're a student of law.
5: You know what? As you're long as i know you, you've yet to actually do anything. You're,
0: you're actually you're not expert. a lawyer. You're a pre-law undergraduate. Oh,
4: No, I'm a law law student. I am a law
0: student. I'm the law student. I am the law student is the operative word there. All right, so...
4: I'm basically done with this. Does
1: anybody else have any suggestions uh, to the plan, Um, comments, or... um, would anybody like any other equipment?
3: Marbles. Mm. Yeah, that seemed to work well.
0: Yeah, because they fly though. <laughs> the... I want lots of ammunition for Das Luger.
5: I want every
1: piece of information they have on Migo biology. Okay. Um, Dr. Matheson suggests that you two meet um, privately to discuss that. Or if anybody, I would with like them to, if anybody else would like to join in on, on that conversation,
4: please. yeah, I definitely uh, do. Uh, do we know anything about their, uh, I like to look. Do we know anything about their science or technology because I got some engineering under my belt, and I could uh, roll up my sleeves on that problem.
1: Okay, uh, she suggests going to the basement of the building to have this discussion because um, that's where they um. That's where they keep some of the Migo technology that they've acquired.
0: I suppose I should talk to Drake about about uh, folklore and their behavior. Migo
1: behavior, or the behavior of the townspeople. Migo behavior. He's not gonna. He's not gonna know. It's uh, Matherson is the expert. On Migo.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he was the history, folklorist, occultist.
1: Yeah, but he's he doesn't know anything about the Migo, though.
0: So why is he here?
1: Uh, he's here to talk to, with the townsfolk.
0: He has yeah. the Elder sign spell. Right. Okay.
6: He's
5: Never mind.
4: He's the one we're going to shove in front of the problem when the problem right. comes up.
0: Okay. Never mind. Right I thought true? he knew something. Um. I realize He was redundant.
1: Does anyone else have any suggestions to the plan? Uh, anything like that?
0: Comments? Questions? Um. Yeah, I have one question. What did they want with the uh, extraterrestrial rock?
1: Um they uh the Migo have an interest in um in minerals and metals, uh, as they are most often found in remote mountainous areas. Migo are most o- often found in
0: remote mountainous areas. Clarify, sorry. So you don't know one with the extraterrestrial rock? they don't know why they want that rock specifically okay.
3: oh by the way just to clarify I don't have the rock on me it sits back in my dorm
6: okay
3: stuffed into something or other they
5: could go back and get that stone the lightning thing for me
0: now but professor what's he who's he what's he was studying the rock. Um, could we get somebody to ask him what they wanted with it?
1: Get someone to ask who?
0: Professor Geology Guy. Oh, yeah, you could send a letter? Yeah, let's. Astrid, why don't you send a letter to him to ask him what they actually wanted with um, this rock, what they were trying to get at? I was yeah, I'll
6: urgent. Do I'll do that. Okay.
3: And I, I do that.
6: Okay.
3: Chad has ask him one. What he found.
6: It'll
1: be some time before that letter comes back.
2: Chad has one question.
6: Okay.
2: Shoot. Do they bleed? <laughs>
1: do, do they bleed? don't know. Matherson says yes. Okay. Um, and then with that, the uh, the meeting is adjourned or ended. Um, and Dr. Matherson says, if anybody would like to um, discuss the Migo or anything like that, uh, come with me back downstairs to the basement.
6: Or, uh, we can discuss. Uh, okay. Actually, Chat I do have liner. a
3: question. I do want to know if they know anything about the previous field trip that went down there. The one in which my friend disappeared.
1: Uh, they don't.
2: Hmm.
3: Denied. Every time I try to get close, I find another door blocking me. I'll find you, John. I'll find you. I will. I'm just kind of saying this to myself.
0: I'm going to go down in the basement with the rest of those guys. Okay, so who's going down?
3: I am.
2: Hey. Chad is.
1: Is everyone essentially going?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. So you all follow Dr. Matherson into the elevator, and um, you guys start heading down to the basement. You're um, standing
6: on my foot, Chad.
2: Sorry, <laughs> it's not a lot of space here.
6: So, yeah, we know. Uh, Doctor
1: Matheson kind of turns her head around. She's like at <laughs> the front, near or like nearest to the door, and she asks, um, "So what? What do you know exactly about them?" They're like crustaceans. They can fly. Yeah, some have wings and some are able to fly. Um, yeah, they have some claw-like hands. She keeps, like, nodding her head. Um, and the, uh, the ding of the elevator goes off. She, uh, she, she says, oh, follow me. Um, the basement is well lit and clean. Uh, though you can smell a really odd mixture of scents, mainly mold and bleach, that permeate the air. Um, immediately to, left, smells like home to me mold and bleach. Mm-hmm. Immediately to the right is the lobby area where the scientists put on their lab coats and wash their hands in a large circular sink.
0: It's Benny's bathroom. <laughs>
1: A, uh, a large workspace is equipped with both scientific and medical tools. The rest of the basement is either clear or taken up with metal framed cells, each about six and a half feet tall, all covered with curtains.
4: Wow. Curtains. Hey, we we'll just pull back the curtains. see what's behind it?
1: Um, well, the doctor continuously, uh, or con- continually keeps talking about the Migo uh, as she, like, walks towards, um, as she, as she walks towards the workspace and leads you to it. Uh, she says they are also interested in human brains, as, a uh, as you may know, um, corpses have been found with their brains completely and surgically removed. Some form of brain transplantation technology appears to be the, or appears to be in evidence. Wouldn't uh, transplantation imply that they put something back? Uh, yes. Um, they can put... My guess would be they can switch human brains from body to body.
3: We've already seen evidence of that.
1: Clean
5: things. Yeah, that was very interesting. We have?
3: That's what
5: I said. <laughs>
1: uh, as the doctor leads you towards the workspace, you see three cells where the curtains are partially open. In the first uh, sits a steel examination tool, uh, which uh, can be seen as fitted with several leather restraints. An electric generator sits on the floor nearby. Uh, the second cell contains people who appear to be studying two mummified bodies. Behind the scientists who are gingerly removing dehydrated organs from the two corpses lie eight uh, untouched mummified bodies. Each just emerged in a tank of water. Um, anything strike me as interesting about these? I mean, we're talking bodies here. Yeah. Um, what's... That um, the doctor explains that the remains were recently discovered in the Andes in a supposedly derelict amigo base. Um, they believe that the mummies are some yet unseen form of amigo, perhaps one designed to mimic human appearance. May I? Ooh. Uh, you no, know, let's let's continue. Uh, but each of you roll a sand. <laughs> each of you roll a you awesome. lost. I am oh, six. solid rock. It. Passed it. I'm good. If you passed it, zero. If you failed, it's one 4 It's bodies, yeah. man.
5: If anything, I'm upset they're making us leave because I'm like, I want to look at that closely.
2: <laughs> they better missed have it some by one. Chad loses one point. Seven.
0: I take three.
2: I hope she has something better up here.
6: Solid.
1: Uh, there's the third cell contains several items originally found with the mummified remains. Uh, hunting spears, obsidian knives, rough-hewn gold jewelry, and a greenish-black tablet.
5: Even more interesting.
1: Uh, Matherson explains that a team of the country's best cryptographers is being assembled to analyze the unknown language written on the stone.
3: Can I look at the stone and see if I can identify it? Sure. Okay.
1: Uh, as you look at it, roll a geology roll.
3: Oh, 06. Hell yeah! Uh, you can
1: identify it. You, you identify it as extraterrestrial in nature. Um, there are curious symbols sigils and sigils in no known human language carved into its surface. Additionally, uh, chiseled into the center is a crude depiction of a humanoid figure hunched over with wings spread and great clawed hands resting upon its knees. The figure's oh. head is octopoid in appearance and exudes a brooding malice.
4: Sanity roll.
0: Yeah. Is that everybody or, For just, everybody her? or
3: just, just her? There's just me. She's the one I'm looking right now. <laughs> Can looking? I see anything with archaeology? No. Yeah, I made it. Right.
1: Okay. Uh, you lose, or you made it? Yeah, I made it. Okay, zero. Um, please, please uh, keep following, or please follow me, please. Yeah, I, I have something that I believe is an, of interest to all of you.
2: Chad follows.
1: Um, she leads you all to an area containing a phonograph and some chairs. Um, she asks each of you to she asks each of you to sit, and she explains that you are about to hear a recording of an interview um, that she conducted with an alien. An attempt to film the interrogation was also made, but amazingly, the creature did not appear on the film. When uh, when they viewed it, it appeared it looked as if the doctor was talking to himself.
0: What was there audio on that? Curious.
1: Uh, yeah, that's our, we we have the recording. We were able to make the recording. Uh, that's what I'm uh, going to play for you now. Uh, we it was made on November eighth, nineteen twenty-six. Um, uh, Federated Oil and Chemical Agents had captured uh, the Migo two days earlier in the Himalayas. Uh, at this point, they show you the sketch of a creature. Hold on. It's a sketch of Amigo. You guys know what it looks like. Um,
4: I want to hang on to that.
1: um, She explains that very painful electric shocks were administered to the alien to induce it to speak. Um, She then begins to play the recording. Uh, The the phonograph... She winds the phonograph up and then um, starts playing. Um, you guys can hear Dr. Matherson's voice first. Uh, she asks Can you hear me? Can you understand me? Um, yes, we understand. Uh, you've been here for two days. Uh, this is Dr. Matherson again. Why did you wait until now to speak to me? Mm, We did not speak your language. Uh, You mean that you learned English in just two days? How? Listening to human speech capture two solar cycles ago. That's amazing. So, why do you wish to speak to me now? Hungry require food. Well, I've tried feeding you everything I can think of, but you haven't eaten anything. Cannot consume food. Must return to mountain. Well, I just can't let you go back to the Himalayas now, can I? We have not harmed you. Leave us to be left alone and in secret. No harm to you. We will die. Well, I'll see what I can do. But Let's get back to the question, shall we? What shall I call you? We are go. Migo, eh? We found you in the Himalayan mountains. Where did you come from before that? Far away. You do not know of it yet. Uh, Yes, but what is it called? How far away is it? Very far. Food must have food soon. I'll get you some food soon, but I must know more about this place. Food. Food. I warn you, if you do not answer my questions, I'll be forced to administer an electric shock to make you talk. Talk no more. Must have
2: food.
6: Food.
1: A flurry of sounds lasts for three minutes of the recording. The cacophony seems to include an electric hum, the hiss of static discharge... A metal scraping sound, doctor Matherson shouting for the Migo to answer the questions and an eerie buzzing scream. Finally the subject speaks in an almost unintelligible word.
6: uh
1: Yugos We come from Yugoss. And where is this Yugoth? Ninth planet in this system. You're lying. This solar system only has eight planets. Am I going to have to turn the electricity back on? No. Your species has not found it yet. Well, what brings you to Earth, then? I asked you what is your reason for being on Earth? Food I must have a return of the horrific sounds of an electric hum and an ear splitting high pitched wh- high pitched wail. One minute silence followed by buzzing sound that begins to form words of Nigaroth Black Goat of the Woods with a thousand young. Eya, Eya, Niarlatho, tap, release me. Eya, Eya, shub black goat of the woods with a thousand young. Eya, Eya, Niarlatho, release me. Eya, Eya, shub Black goat of the woods with a thousand young. Eah, eah, e-ah, e-ah And then an electric hum is heard, and further high-pitched wailing. And then silence. Uh, it appears that the subject, this migo, has died. Its head is no longer changing colors, and the process of decomposition appears to be advancing rapidly. Its whole body is beginning to discolor to brown and quickly putrefy.
3: Wait a second.
0: How do we see this on audio? Huh? She's, I'm I'm assuming describing. she's describing it.
1: Okay. I have to rush the carcass to the lab and start an autopsy before it's too late. And then uh, Dr. Matheson removes the needle. Wow. Wow. Everyone roll sand
0: loss. I would like to... Can I make an English roll before I make that sand roll? (laughs) Because English is my second language. I'm only 50%. Uh, sure. You
1: make that.
5: Nice.
0: I failed my English roll.
5: What, what are they talking about? I don't understand.
0: I'm looking God. around at everybody and, I'm, and I say, Loss is done.
5: Visibly, visibly pale. I passed that with an odd six. But two. Yeah, that was that weird.
1: If you made it at zero, if you failed, it's a 3%, or it's 1d3 loss. Then after that, Add a percentage to your Cthulhu Mythos points, or Cthulhu Mythos skill.
6: If we 1%? Yeah. Okay.
5: Wow, that was, um, wow. Yeah.
2: Pass or fail, or just if you fail?
1: Uh, if you failed, or no, 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 it's pass or fail, it's, it's one. Okay. Uh, I don't.
5: Would a cult would a cult work to yeah, see if, if I recognize any of those names that were said?
1: Uh, no. All right. Yeah, if you understood it, you get one.
0: <laughs> I asked Chad what the hell's going on.
6: <laughs> <Huh>.
2: <laughs> Chad raises his hand.
0: Uh.
1: Yes she like points at you like
2: can i go to the bathroom
1: oh yes That's, uh, down the hall to the right first right
2: Chad will completely miss it like there's no way he's going to remember retain that after listening to that
1: you go into the women's room
2: <laughs>
1: okay. okay here's the thing it's a single a single room and you can walk the door.
2: Okay. I do so.
1: It should just be a unisex bathroom. <laughs>
0: All right. This is how Chad met Willie.
5: What the hell? <laughs>
0: Do you have a copy of this autopsy report, Doctor? Um,
1: yes, Benny. Benny is doing doing this with his hand because
0: he wants that.
5: You know, crazy <laughs> <when> Ella is too.
0: <laughs> Benny What's is L from Death Note. Uh, the
1: doctor. <laughs> the, yeah, the, uh, the the doctor says that she'll she'll try to find it, but. It's been quite some time, and uh, she's a little disorganized.
4: Do you have the specimen?
1: No, that's long gone. It's well
5: past decomposition. position. So does that mean we can look at the ones back there that are mummified?
1: Those, uh, uh, unfortunately, are off limits.
3: So what is the generator for that was underneath that first table?
1: Um, that was used to interrogate the, um, the specimen that was on the um, photograph recording.
3: Oh.
1: And um, other subjects.
3: Other subjects?
0: Where's Watson and Crick when you need them?
3: I top. Man. <laughs> yeah. How many subjects have there been?
1: Uh, that's none of your concern.
5: We're Shut
1: here to help, down. and you won't tell
5: us anything. Say it again. I said we're here to help, and you won't tell us anything. Fabulous. I,
1: I understand, but um, it's it's not. It's, knowing that is not going to help us in any way. All knowledge is
4: power when dealing with the unknown. Let's see. Well, from legal standpoint. It's not always
5: advantageous.
4: Oh, God, here he goes again. <laughs> pure, uh, pure law. Well, on the other hand, though, do uh, You remember that night after the movies we were walking home in the
0: rain and you were looking up at what few stars were twinkling through the clouds?
5: I do that a lot.
0: Yes, well, you got your wish. How does it feel?
5: Shitty says they won't tell me anything. Well, we'll just have to catch our own and cut him open ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Always such a sweet talker. Oh, <laughs> well, it's not
4: it's not murders or not human. That's a very qualified, very qualified something.
0: If if these things are in multiple locations, we have them in Vermont, we have them in the Himalayas, what exactly does uh, Abelard hope to accomplish? It's putting together a bluegrass band.
6: (laughs)
1: Um, the, the doctor looks around, and then, like, like looks over your guys' shoulders, and then, like, kind of, like, leans in close and says, between you and I, I believe the man is just out for revenge. He's just been consumed by it, he, he, if you see, if you see pictures of, uh, who he was before the accident, he was a much different man, um really uh, really fit um, really happy uh, despite losing his wife at a young age uh he still had his son, but once he lost his son and he lost his um his ability to walk he just lost
4: it yeah that's have, have the client sometimes yeah but you know, as long as the pay him che- as long as the of checks, he got
0: to point. I think Rolf would be down with his quest for revenge. Oh, I'm just wondering how. It's a matter of scale. I mean, I totally understand wanting to wipe out an entire speech. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Rolf has <laughs> some ideas how to do that. <laughs> what I'm. I'm just questioning that we will have nations behind us when the shit goes down. This man has a company with a task force of ten.
6: Wait, what's this
0: we? Who's we? Oh, don't worry about that. Spoiler alert. <laughs>
4: Spoiler <laughs>
0: Yeah, this does sound like that
4: uh, other guy's uh, today. Didn't you know that buying Clump, buying bucket.
0: I'm it, just saying that something doesn't sound right here. Something, there's some missing piece. I think
5: there are a whole lot of missing pieces considering they're not actually telling us anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine for you. I never tell you the whole um, story.
1: Maybe it would be best to talk to Abelard in private. If somebody would be willing to do that. Who do you think would probably have the best chance of getting on his good side? Uh,
5: I actually have no I'll interest. The, I'll do it. I'll be
0: the scummy lawyer, really.
6: <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
1: well, he's already decided he likes Theo. <laughs> I'm
6: armed after my own heart. Yeah.
4: And the, I got, and I, didn't I get us that great deal on our, per, on, on our pay A pay bump the, 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 the trick is you ask for the best horse in the barn and run that deal in the I ground I don't
0: know if he actually likes you he kind of said you were an idiot
1: no that was the that was the lawyer that you guys were were first talking to
5: yeah, he did get us another extra hundred in this.
6: He like, did, yeah, but he
0: tried, he tried to get an extra hundred a day, oh. and, they, and the guy shot him down and said, I don't know where you studied law, but that's like... Ridiculous. <laughs> well, <You're> it, right.
4: <laughs> it's, that, that's called negotiation. You ask for the best horse in the barn, and once that deal's under the ground, you walk away with the second best horse for a song. They golf oh. has ways of making people talk. Is that the art of the deal? Oh dear. <laughs> no, no, it's the art of the horse
0: That part of the deal. <laughs> All right.
4: Um. So, see, yeah.
0: Rolf L- doesn't have people skills. Surprisingly.
1: How would you like to go about doing this?
4: Well, I you know you sit down, go, uh, sir. In, your, in, your, in your order for us to stay on task and make sure this accomplished, we need to have a full scale. Of the enterprise here, full knowledge. We're not, we're not getting the full story here, and it's hard to make a proper assessment without all the details.
1: Uh, roll persuade roll.
4: Okay, we're running other dice go? Okay, there it is. That would be a sure, uh, Let's see. That would be a forty-five out of forty-five. Okay.
1: Well, as you talk with him, you uh, you notice that he is a very forceful personality. Um, He uh, he is clear. He clearly despises the Migo. Several times during conversation, he refers to them as alien scum uh, who are trespassing on his planet. Um, (laughs) And he was. He is uh, genuinely pleased that you have uh, joined, his, that you you and your group have joined joined your team or joined the team, uh, calling you all brothers and sisters in the fight for humanity.
0: You had no choice. He doesn't have his son's like
1: the clothes his son was wearing when he was killed in a glass box in his
4: office, does he?
0: Uh, no, it's in the uh, basement by the pole in the giant goddamn penny. No, no,
4: no, no. He has his son. <laughs> Encased in glass, <laughs> like Lenin.
1: <laughs> he doesn't have anything that bad. If anything, okay, he has like his son's like baby shoes on his mantelpiece that were bronzed or something. <laughs> his
2: right. What's his mother's? What's his? What's his mother's name?
0: Martha.
1: Yeah, Martha.
0: Martha. That was also his wife's name okay. and his son's name. We're crying
1: out loud. But yeah, like you, you ask him for like you, as you just asked, you're not giving us the full story, blah blah blah. Uh, he says, ah, oh, well, I guess I can trust you, and he um, he brings you to like his private quarters, and
6: <laughs>
1: he hands you a
2: book. I guess I can trust you, Sherlock.
1: <laughs> and he, or, he gives you a book. He says, um. Uh, this details everything. Excellent. Uh, he gives, he, he hands you the book, and he, like, walks away really somberly.
4: Okay, time to start flipping through the book. Okay,
1: uh, this is his journal.
4: Ooh.
1: Um... It's uh, written in Abelard's Scrawling Hand. Uh, the first entry is dated May 21, 1922, uh, just nine days after the climbing accident that cost Abelard his legs and his son's life. Uh, the first page contains a vow to make those responsible pay. The rest of the journal, spanning almost eight years, attests to the man's passion and thoroughness in completing his single-minded task. The journal is filled with detailed notes of Abelard's hunt for Miko, his initial search through folklore and books of ancient wisdom, to his use of FOC's personnel to conduct field research. Later, the journal records the information his scientists and researchers have gathered about the aliens along the way. Uh, there's a strange like uh, procedure that you find, or a strange like uh, procedure that you find in there called. Or, like, a list of steps uh, called Procedure to Beckon Me Go. Um, Avalar discusses its use in calling the aliens out to allow his agents to eliminate those who respond. He also notes that only one alien has been successfully captured, noting with anger that it died before any information or real value could be drawn from it. And, uh, yeah, that's about it.
4: Hmm. Hmm. Assess the is determined, and hmm. any uh, any hints about uh, other interrogation subjects, or is the only been inter- is only ever that, that one Migo? Yeah. Uh,
1: it looks like it may have been just that one.
4: Ah, no people. You decide to interrogate just for the heck of. No, there,
1: there is no other mention at least. Okay. And um, we'll.
4: Call it a night there. Yep. we Our client is Captain Ahab.
1: Because that's where the book tells me to leave off. Yep. Well, all right. I'll
3: we'll get We've reached the end in. of GM prepared material. <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, the book told him to stop there. Yeah, man.
0: Mike Mason told him to stop, so just chill. <laughs> we flip the tape over to side B note. Jackson. I don't.
1: I don't want to start an, another trip only to go halfway through the trip. Yeah,
0: I understand. Yeah. So anyway, everybody, thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure. Um, what Friday is, is a break, correct? That's what I hear.
2: Say yes. Um,
3: Friday funday, fun right, James?
2: Right. Yeah, the Friday. I, Misheard him, sorry. Leah's uh, running her 90s campaign um, on Friday, so we just got through the first full session with the whole group, so we'll see how it goes for uh, the next session. So you are uh, playing on Friday? As no, far as know, have I know, the are. Off Leah's got to okay. do to
6: That's yeah. what I was getting at.
0: Okay. Um, and um, then, sorry. No, go ahead. Saturday is part two of Swords v. Cthulhu. The swashbuckling, steel hewing,
3: gratuitous lesbian sex scene.
0: The fuse, man. The fuse. Glistening. Yeah. And bronze. lesbian.
3: <laughs> Magic swords for everyone.
0: And then uh, next Monday, we'll be doing more gaming right here. For that mine. Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie.
3: Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. Good night,
0: Gracie. Who is this Gracie you speak of? <laughs>